more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is five minutes after five here on High Tide. If you're thinking of heading out today, the forecast looks this way. West to southwesterly, about 10 knots, tending southerly, 15 to 20 knots in the middle of the day. This is for Sydney Harbour, Pitwater and Botany Bay. For offshore, southerly, 15 to 20 knots, seas 1 to 1.5. The swell out of the southeast, 1.5 increasing to, from 1.5 to 2 metres by early evening. A, for the second swell will be southerly, 1 to 1.5. A 95% chance of rain, Kieran, but that's going to be later on in the afternoon, hopefully. Oh, it won't rain at Southwest Rocks. It will only rain up at Windsor. Well, it is expected to rain at Southwest Rocks. But as we head up to Laurie McAnally and say good morning to him, also courtesy of Blake's Marine, Alan Blake joins us as well. Gentlemen, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Mr. Blake. Morning, Laurie. <laughs> I was talking to Lee on Friday. Oh, that's good. What was Lee up to? Oh, I'm still looking around for a freshwater boat or, or something. I don't know. Something I can tow easily, and, and, and just a little something I can throw around, you know, something I can just throw around and chuck in. Well, we just discussed a few things. It's all right. I'm looking at my, looking at my options. Is the, right. the right words? That's right. So, but as always, very helpful. Good. When you come to Maroochydore, you're going to need a bigger boat, Mister. No, 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 no. I'm going to get uh, Maroochydore's. As I've driven around, there's lots of. Uh, estuary around uh, Maroochydore. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting up there in my canoe with my electric outboard. That's the. I'm a man with multi. You only own one boat, Grant. I've got five. <laughs> <laughs> what my boat's going to cost me this week, mate? I'll stick with the one. <laughs> That's, yeah, well. Anyway, look, it's hole in the water that you pour money into. Oh, you're not wrong there. Well, I've learned my lesson now. I just buy. I just buy pretty new stuff and. Yeah, you don't have any problems. I, I've I have learned. I have learned that barnacles are directly proportional to your bank balance. The less, uh, the well, less barnacles yeah. you've got, the less money you've got. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, that's, um, we, we, we we live we're on an estuarine system. Uh, Pitwater is very salty we, here in the Maclay. If you've got a moored boat, which I had for twenty years, um, if you've got a moored boat, if, if you get a, a year with plenty of rain in it, the fresh water comes down, and yeah. you don't have to put your boat on the slip very often. Yeah, yes, correct. If there's no rain, you're on the slip every six or eight months. Yeah, it has been a shocking year in Pit. Well, there are so many boats with massive growth on them that... Uh, it's, well, that tells you they don't use their boat much. Yes, yes. But they do feed a lot of fish. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The Ludric and the leather jackets all love all that stuff. They get in there and, you know, the Ludric eat the weed and the jackets eat the barnacles. No, no, it's all good. Well, my boat would be a farm at the moment. Sorts of thing. I still go and catch. I still go. I still dive. It doesn't bother me. Yep. I, and I've had them around me. What worse than that? Well, well sharks have worked it out. Divers don't pay any money for anything, so there won't be much fat on them. No, it's the lawyers, <laughs> mate. You never hear of a lawyer getting attacked by a shark, do you? No, they don't eat each other. Professional etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> Professional courtesy, right, Al? <laughs> Oh, goodness. Anyway, so no, I've yeah, just, anyway uh, who I've, else have we got away? It's a very anyway. interesting week. We've got uh, uh, Neville and Shelley Julian up here. Neville was the guy from Bilpa. You know, that 
Yeah, that's right. I remember him. He's an absolute. He and Shelley. Well, he's he's a nice bloke, and Shelley's lovely. And he bought me a dolphin fish, a beautiful dolphin fish, Ooh. made of house bricks. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, it's look. He's fairly come Neville is the he's the Michelangelo of bricklayers. Oh, okay. He makes um, pizza ovens. You know, the round, the dome. He makes domed pizza ovens out of square bricks. He makes. What he's making, I saw he did two um, letterboxes uh, in bricks uh, that were steam trains, steam engines, made out of, made out of bricks. Wow. Uh, so he's made me this, it'll be, I'll get um, one of our local people to, uh, I'm going to put on the front, out the front wall of the house, it'll be beautiful. But Neville, you're a, you're a genius. So, well, <laughs> then you'll get more visits from your neighbour. He's fixing up the Windsor... Uh, He's doing the old Windsor Courthouse. He's doing the restoration. He does all really super specialised brickwork. So anyway, it's all very interesting. But yeah, you can't you can't until you see it. In fact, I'll photograph it and I'll upload it to the uh, to the website so people can have a look at it. Okay, that's good. Well, I'll send it down to Dominic. He can he can put it on the website. Al, yes, yeah, it's all right. Can, can I just ask you to reiterate what you said yesterday? If somebody comes to buy a boat off you at the boat show, which is on from the third to the sixth of August, what did I say? I don't know. You were given thousands of dollars away. I heard him. <laughs> up to up to two thousand um, dollars off your trailer if you buy a Stacer package, depending on the size of the boat. Plus, there's other options. Yeah, that was all right. Yeah, Lee quoted me three grand and something on the trailer, so yeah. that'll be a one grand trailer. That's good. No, no, yeah, no. Isn't that? Two, two grand's <laughs> offered about a six point five meter trailer. It's a sliding scale. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> there's always there's always a hitch. There's always a trick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, no. So uh, <laughs> if you buy yeah, now, you do get it. But they did a. Uh, they were fishing up here this week, but the weather's been a bit. Oh, oh. It's it's fishable, but you you get you cop it to go. I'll tell you, it's uh, we we're all going Thursday, and I pulled the pin, and um, Pope Bob the Silent, he took uh, he took Neville down to Fish Rock and Black Rock, and uh, they punched into it, put up with all the weather, and got nothing at Fish Rock at the back of Fish Rock where everyone's been catching a few snapper, and then they went to Black Rock and they got one one brim, one nice brim. So for all that. <laughs> All that work and all that cold weather, because they were out across the bar at ten past six. I just rolled over on. I, I cancelled it. I thought, oh no, this is going to be sloppy. So uh, and it was. And so uh, I was going to go yesterday morning, and it was worse. <laughs> so anyway, that was all. And but but Pope Bob the Silent did catch a nice mangrove jack. He got a fifty-three centimetre mangrove jack uh, fishing along the break wall. So on a on a jig. So that was quite an. That's a commendable catch. So uh, yeah, Bob Donato, he's the Donato's cousin from um, Orange, the bloke who's the MP, and looks is absolute dead ringer. Talk about genetic. Uh, the, the genes are strong in this one. I'll tell you, he looks just like Phil Donato from cool. Orange. So, uh, but the the fishing's been very, very mixed. Um, as I said, the weather doesn't help. Charter boats have struggled a bit. There's a lot of jackets out wide in uh, 110 metres, 105 metres. When you get out really wide, uh, out in, no, not really wide, do 22 miles out and on the shelf, there are quite a few medium-sized yellowfin, up to about 25 kilo, and there are 
quite a lot of striped marlin. I heard uh, the fellow from Lake Macquarie earlier say he trolled down the line from Port Macquarie to Lake Macquarie, which is just a good run. That's not a bad trip. Yeah, they picked up a mate's boat and were bringing it back. So yeah, I've uh, taken my boat when I had the, the charter boat. I used to regularly go down and fish the interclub, so I'd, yeah. I'd drive from here from here to uh, uh, Port Stephens for the interclub. That was always a good trip. I liked that. I always, you'd be on the chart, because my boat had uh, GPS but no radar, I always got dodgy around uh, seal rocks. It's, uh, I, I, in the end, I just learned to stay five miles out, just go to sea and don't, don't come around the corner, go stay out wide and come in from out wide. <laughs> it, was, it was always an issue picking your way through that bit of water there, and it was always seemed to be rougher than everywhere else. I don't know what it was, but uh, anyway. But yeah, we, was, we used to always hook a striped or a blue or something on our way down. So, uh, and a wahoo or two. So, but it was always a great trip. And uh, I used to go from here to Foster and, and sleep at Foster and then Foster down to Port, uh, Foster, Foster to Port Stevens. So, but very, very interesting trip. And uh, any of those, when you do that, start doing those, those sort of things, you learn. You, you know, you learn your chart work or you just practice it all. It's, it's, uh, you guys are talking about careers in the, uh, in the, in, in the maritime industry, people don't understand just how much work there is in the maritime yeah. industry. It's a $3 billion a year industry. Yeah. And, 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 and Blakey, now that you're online, I see if you agree, I was saying to uh, Kieran that um, I, I feel that the electrical side of things is a great industry because there's more and more electronics being put on boats every day. So if you became a boat electrician, both 12 volt and 240, your career's going to be pretty good. Oh, it is. There's a distinct shortage of uh, people to do that, and it is a massive industry. You're, you're right. But any jobs in the marine industry, it's a good place to work. That's basically what it is. Get out on the water and fix people's boats. I could think of a worse way to spend the <laughs> well, day. If you, if you get your, do your electronics apprenticeship, I think break you give you a job. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm I'm an auto electrician by trade, but I don't think Blakey would give me a job. He's smarter than that. Yeah, he's no, seen how you work to, here. Yeah, he, he, he actually needs you to work. Ah, oh, see, you expect me to come in for eight hours a day, and you want me to work as well. How unfair is that? That's right. <laughs> but I, I will tell you, when we're in um, Port Lincoln, because it's such a big commercial port, if you had your, if you had your tickets, you know, your Master Five, Master, or, you know, well, Cox and Master Five, Master Four. Which are all easily, you know, not all well, easily got, but you've got to do the study. Yeah. You, you know, there's no harder to get than any other ticket. And uh, if you've got your tickets, they were just there were job vacancies everywhere. And if you're a fitter, like a, a diesel mechanic or a diesel fitter or or any of that, uh, they were just drag they just drag you in off the streets. You know, they tap you on the back of the head and drag you away. Yeah. And the money they're offering was sensational. Terrific, mate. I know the hours are a bit wonky because they work, you know, they're sort of loading the vessels before daylight, but, you know, you, you work four 12-hour days and you, you take home the best part of three grand a week. It's pretty good money. My word, my word. Speaking of making money, can you just hang on for a sec while we play yeah, a commercial we'll break? Report. Sounds good to me. This is High Tide, 16 after 5. Why are you planning a tree this National Tree Day? I'm planning it for future generations. I'm planting a lemon myrtle for the native sugar bag bee. To create a local habitat for the animals I love. National Tree Day is important to my mob because there's a lot of endangered species and if we can get everyone to plant at least one species, that's one step closer to bringing them back. Join Planet Ark and Toyota this National Tree Day, Sunday 30th of July. Find out more at treeday.planetark.org. 
Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. There's more to driving on the road than you think. So when it comes to tyres, you need something that's going to deliver performance when you want it and safety when you need it. Maxxis tyres deliver great value without compromising on safety. Get award-winning Maxxis tyres with the latest technology built in for you, your family and your car. Maxxis tyres. Find out more at maxxistires.com.au. That's M-A-X-X-I-S. Maxxistires.com.au. The breakdown of a relationship can be a very stressful time. That is why it is important to choose the right lawyer. At Brighton's Lawyers, our expert team of family lawyers are committed to achieving the best outcome for you and your family. No matter what your time of need calls for, the family law team at Brighton's Lawyers are available. Contact our family law team today on 1800 848 848 or visit brightons.com.au. Brighton's Lawyers, we do support you in your family law matter. Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse. Coming home, we're coming. Hi, Mark Taylor here. This year I'm celebrating 25 years with Fujitsu. Get a digital prepaid MasterCard worth up to $450 with any eligible Fujitsu air conditioner. Plus, go in a draw to win a share of $250,000. Come home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. Purchase eligible model by 31st July 23. Claim by 29 September 23. Retain receipts. Permits New South Wales TP02527 ACT TP230451 SAT223327. T's and C's and exclusions apply. See website. 2SM has Sydney talking. It is 19 minutes after five. We will be giving away this hour another double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show. You'll need to remember 211. That's what you'll need to remember. I'll tell you when to send in your answer, but 211 is what you need to remember. Do you know why that is, Mr. Blake? No, I don't. (laughs) Because that's where you'll find Blake's Marine at Bay 211 at the Sydney International Boat Show. Stand 211. Yeah. Okay, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Laurie, a fish report, please. Well, before the fishing report, a very, very quick, because I know we've got lots of punters and horse people. Young Julie went to um, Punters Club yesterday and got six out of ten winners. Wow, well done. Ten hits, ten hits for six winners. She needed a wheelbarrow. To, when they rang me to come and get her, she said, bring a wheelbarrow to take it home. So there you, you go. And, cut? of course, you have to take the, uh, the, the the omen bet in race nine at Caulfield yesterday. St. Lawrence. Oh. One. Streeted them. Killed them. So I, had, I had a red back on that, but it only paid a dollar. <laughs> hey, you can't go broke backing winners, mate. No, I've just about doubled them. I was quite happy to trouser the $38. Thank you. Yeah. yeah 20 on 38 Better back. than Thank bank you. interest. <laughs> 
anyway, so yeah, so Julie had six winners, and one of them was a 15 to 1 pop, and one was a 10 to 1 pop, so she looked pretty good by the end of the day. Anyway, so fishing. So we already discussed out wide. Um, yeah, there's yellowfin and striped marlin out along the shelf. Uh, and there's a fair few striped marlin. I'm, this year there's been, you know, this last couple of years been a bit quiet, but this year there's quite a few. If you go out, it's quite likely you, you, you drop your lures back around the fad or where the fad used to be when, before they took it out um, in 105 metres and just keep working your way up till you go over the, around the drop-off and then work your way along the... Where, the, where you hit 400 metres, it just drops like a stone on your plotter, on your sounder. You can see it. But just follow that contour along. And, yeah, you'll find yourself, uh, there's plenty of marlin there. And there's a, there are a few yellowfin sprinkled and striped chin sprinkled in amongst it as well. So that's that's an option. I may even do it this week if I get half a chance. Terry's keen to go out, so I may go and have a troll. Uh, more for the yellowfin than the marlin. I'm not much interested in the, in the, in the marlin. Anyway, because it's hard work. I don't like hard work. Uh, then the next one, obviously, in in 110. When you come in, there's a lot of leather jackets. If, you, if your sound is showing a, a big cloud of colour over the top of the peak, don't drop your lines. That's the jackets. So work the edges or work away from the... We just work the little pieces that don't have the big clouds of leather jackets on them. Or you may find um, they just nip you off, so they can drive you crazy. In, in closer, there have been some good fish around the dot and rocks in line and the back of fish rock. Don't forget you've got to stay 200 metres with, if you're using, not using... Well, you cannot use bait within 200 metres of fish rock because of the amount of grain earths that are there, which are in massive numbers but they're rare and endangered of course and uh so that's that's been working all right except for bob, poor bob on thursday they didn't bite uh but yeah south of fish rock there's a big gravel bed so you can catch um snapper and moeys and flathead and bits and pieces on it um and then they've been fishing at uh, black rock as well and catching quite a few um snapper there but that's mostly, you've got to watch, you know, you've got to know what you're doing there and, and ask someone, don't go on the southwest corner, it's dangerous. So you basically fish the, the outside west or the, sorry, the eastern and southeastern front. Um, in, there's a little drop off where it goes from 6 metres to 20 metres. You anchor, you drop your anchor on the 6 metre bit and hang out over the 20 metre bit, and that's where you catch the snapper. Anyway, that's one. That's all. You use these things, these fancy little outboard um, electric things that hold you in position. They're even more fun. And along the rocks themselves, if you're trolling, there's plenty of tailor and some good ones up to two kilo. So that's been all right. And uh, there's plenty of fish in the washes themselves. So when we'll deal with that with the beach section, when so we'll go to that next beach and rocks. Uh, beaches, there's good tailor along the gutters. South is better here from here. Uh, Crescent Heads had really good tailor. Hat Heads had good tailor. We've got plenty under the light, uh, but they're not so much spread north of the light. So uh, there are a few, but the best spot has been straight under at, um, what do they call the hole? Uh, the, the big hole there at, uh, uh, at the, the bottom end of the light. So straight under Smoky Cape, and, and you'll catch a few good tailor. And again, fish to two kilo. Um, then if you burly in the same area, you'll get good drummer and brim, so that's all right. On the beach, the brim have been good, good size, but scattered. You get twos and threes here and there. You don't get... There doesn't seem to be any great consistency in the brim this year. They've, they've started off pretty well, but they've thinned out a bit now. There's no... I haven't heard of any whiting. There are a few dart. So the beaches and the rocks are pretty good. There's still good drummer on the rocks. The drummer have been really good this year and last year, so... If you just take a couple of loaves of bread and some peeled prawns, you'll get a, a good feed of drummer. 
Extra is still firing really well for uh, flatties. There's plenty of flathead being caught on uh, bait and jigs. A, a good lot of school mulloway. Starting to see a bit, you know, this wintertime you see the better ones. I've, I keep promising Jasper next door I'll take him one night, but uh, it's really hard <laughs> to sit there at night when it's four or five degrees when you could be at home <laughs> in air-conditioned comfort or under the doona. It's... Uh, but I'll get round to it. I'll, I'll pick a set of tides and just I'll just commit to it. But uh, it has been the, the Jewies have been reasonably strong, from what I gather. And as I said, been a few of them about fifty-three centimetre mangrove jack. Yeah. So there's a bit there. The brim this week in the in the river are a little bit quiet. Uh, there's been a few along the walls, but not as good as they were. So they may have moved off to spawn. There are ludric along the walls, up to uh, about eight hundred grams. Not giants, but they're quite good and tasty so uh, if you feel like you're getting a bit of uh, weed and going along there I'll just use the ludric flies thank you Laurie we have to leave, leave it at that I'm afraid my friend yeah it is we're there 25 past it's time to go <laughs> see you buddy have a good week alright I'll catch us next week bye bye when our son was in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday he's just turned 65 Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show both sides of the story, and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fellow myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. And you wouldn't walk on your roof blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time and never dig blind. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670-8888. After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax and what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF. Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term 
That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus PTY Limited. Super Ratings SR50 Balance Index, January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS and T&D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search Compare Host Plus today. 2SM. Sydney's Talking. 2SM. 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide. Time to catch up with Peter Johnson. PJ, how are you this morning? More. Oh, bit, bit frozen. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit like me. I know you don't like the cold weather, but you were out during the week and you caught another monster of a fish. I mean, it was almost the height of you. Tell us how you caught that and, and how it all came about. Well, this one was planned. Um, yeah, it was another Jew and or Mulloway and, uh, yeah, 22 kilos it went. So this and, wasn't uh, bycatch. You were actually chasing it this time. Yeah, I was chasing it. And um, mate got Mark Taylor. He got an, another one at 20, 24 kilo. So, you know, they're both 50-pound fish. Yeah. And yeah, what happened the other night is we had Tuesday and Wednesday nights, the barometer was um, – we had some filthy weather. And the barometer drops, and I think it went down to about a thousand and eleven or a thousand and twelve, and it came down from a thousand and eighteen, and it just dropped through, and a bit of a storm front come through, and um, we're watching that weather pattern with the low, and um, I decided to hit the beach, and um, yeah, I took some um, slab baits out, and um, there was some tailor there. Um, so we spun the tailor up and took the fillets off and, um, and, uh, Mark actually put half a, like cut it in half and put a head with a fillet on it and had a tail with a fillet on it for the backup boat. Um, that's how he got his fish. And, um, yeah, it was just like at the, as the center of the lows hit there and a the barometer went off, um, it was just hell for leather activity. Uh, the tailor were biting. And you could actually hear when the wind dropped. You could actually hear, as I said yesterday, the um, you could hear the Jews chomping the the, the tailor in between sets as you had a lull. And um, man, oh man, I tell you what, you know, it's just like being up on a barrow river and hearing them buffing, you know. <laughs> yeah. I have heard them up the Hawkesbury when they're on the mullet doing the same thing. So, um. But how it came about, Grant, is, you know, I always talk about um, when I do my shows that one of the most most um, uh, valuable pieces of equipment you have is an exercise book that you start off empty and then it's full. And that's your, that's your record of your fishing trips. Yeah. And then after you get several of those books together, you know, you've got a pattern and this is what happened. We looked, we knew the weather was going to be around. It coincided um, um, just just with a tide change or just, just prior to the tide change. And uh, we knew that we, we've always got, you know, fairly fresh or, uh, um, you know, fresh frozen fillets. And, like, we, we go out in the boat and we catch slimies. We always throw slimies up for bait, you know. Yeah, and I've got mullet fillets here. We've always got squid here, 
I got Benito here, you know, and like when those little Benito were on the ones that we had in the video, I freeze them whole and you know, like thaw them out. You take a slab off and we'll, we'll get you on those, you know. Yeah. So we've always got the gear ready to go, and um, I just said, no, that's it. Getting out there, getting getting out there with the big Alvy and the uh, and the Alvy stealth rod, and uh, yeah, let it go with a, a two hooked eight o two eight o hooks on a snood rig and a fillet bait and a, a star sinker and throw it out into the gutter and just sit back and wait. So and, what were uh, you looking for weather wise? What what were your key indicators to say? Okay, this is time to go. Yeah, so we're we're looking at a front coming through. And when you look at the synoptic charts and you see the lines and the lines are marked with um, a, a, a thick line and either circles or triangles, and that's your front coming through and your trough uh, in behind it. Um, and then the, the, you want the barometric pressure dropping. So you want to be where the lower part is because what it does is the, when the barometric pressure drops, it takes a bit of pressure off the fish's swim bladder and then through their lateral lines, they know that there's some dirty weather coming. So they go on a bit of a feeding frenzy to, to, to fill up their stomach before the bad weather sets in. Is there a specific uh, barometer reading where they start to fire, or is it any drop? Like, would this work in summer? As well? Obviously, yeah, yeah, you know. Well, summertime, summertime, you know how, Grant, you'll be out there and you'll have a nice day out on the northern beaches and it'll be you know, 33 degrees and you'll have a nor'easter and all of a sudden the sky dirties and you start getting strong northeast easterly winds blowing up to 30 knots. Yep. What they call a black nor'easter. I used to rub my hands together and think this is going to be a hot night because <laughs> as people were coming home to the boat ramp, we are on the boat ground loading up our boat tanks and it's a nor'easter, so you know, it's, it's it doesn't have much behind it and we'd go and anchor out on the dew grounds and, You'd be out there just smashing a Jew, you know, like when we're fishing for a living, you know, you'd be hand lawn and, you know, 20, 30 Jew of a night, you know. Yeah. And, um, and it's the same thing happened on the beach there last night. We got it, we knew it was going to happen. The fish were there and just happened to be a school of fish. Um, and that's been in the area that that school's been on the beach for a week or two. They're gone now. Um, there's been a lot of other people having a bit of fish in it, but yeah, the, the, when the dirty weather was there, we had the beach to ourselves, you know. Yeah, and that's it. When when everyone else is running for cover, um, if you're legit about you know catching decent sized fish, that's the time to be you know pulling the uh, pulling the bait out of the freezer and getting ready to go. Yeah, well, it's also time not to have graphite rods. Yes, yeah, true, true, true. Stay away uh, from the lightning. Yeah. I pull out my old fiberglass beastie and yeah, pretty uh, pretty cool to go normally. But yeah, because it wasn't an electrical storm around, we didn't worry about lightning. So I had me, had me uh, graphite sticky out there. But n- normally, when you get those black nor'easters and you get a bit of electrical storm out of that, well, you know, leave the graphite right at home. Um, but like I said, that's just going back to rely on the memory bank from years past. Yeah, or, you know, going into the, as you say, going into the exercise book because there is your trials and tribulations of what you've succeeded with and what hasn't worked. Um, and that's not to say that the days that haven't worked aren't days that you can't catch fish, but there might be some sort of, um, you know, something else that you haven't taken into account. Um, so if you just go and do the same thing as you did last time for no result, you can only expect to get no result. 
Well, isn't that the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a the, the uh, different result. The, um, uh, the thing is, I said once before on the program, I said probably the days I learnt the most, the days I didn't catch fish. Yeah. Because it's made me go, wonder why I didn't catch fish. We're just, we're just losing you a little bit, PJ. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah there I, we go. The days that I didn't catch fish are probably the days I learnt the most because it made me go back and find out why. So was I fishing in the wrong spot, spot, wrong spot of the river or was I fishing the wrong end of a gutter or was I fishing in the wrong current? You know, like if you're offshore, current direction can be everything on the reef. Like it's, it's like looking at a valley from the side of a hill. Yeah. And you say, well, when the wind comes here, you get a leeward side of the the wind. Yeah. You know, the wind hits this side of the hill and then you've got a leeward side. Well, imagine that being an underwater reef and the wind is the current. Where are the fish going to be? Yeah. Going to be on the leeward side. Or, you know, like it, it could be on the, on, on the, um, on the um, pressure wave on the front of it. Yeah. I look, I know this is a difficult question to answer because it's it's the answer is really how long is a piece of string. But if I started today with my exercise book taking taking notes, how long would you envisage it be before that started giving me the results that that I was hoping for? Well, it is kind of like how long is a piece of string, but it, it depends on how much you're fishing. If you're fishing three or four times a week. And you're you're getting out say twelve to sixteen times a month. In twelve months, you will have a very very extensive history, and and you'll be seeing the differences in twelve months. Yeah, because I would think in my head, because of the changing cycles of what fish are available, it would take at least twelve months for you to have yeah. a baseline. Yeah, yeah, and um, you've got to have that baseline, and 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 then what you want to do is you sit there and you go through your book and say, right, Abe. What happened last year in May? So you go to May in your book and you go, oh, I got this and that. And, oh, and that was a tide. So you look for your tide chart and see, okay, well, I got that tide there with that last quarter of the moon. You beauty, I'm going to get those hair tail at dusk on the 15th of May, roundabouts. You know? yeah. Yeah. I'll have that four day window around about the 15th of May. Mate, I always find it fascinating chatting with you. I really do. And each time I walk away, a, a lot more educated than what I was when I walked in. Thank you so much for your time this morning and, and good luck out there. I hope you uh, grab another massive monster during the week. <laughs> well, I can't really. I'm in the freezer room left because I've got a couple of deer legs to put away. So. I, was gonna, I was really going to ask you, what do you do with it? Like, that, that's a lot of fridge space. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, you'll find yeah. a way. So you'll get, you'll get four kilo out of the head. And you get two kilo out of the backbone, right? And then with the fillets, then you take the skin off and then you trim the middle section for the pin bones out. So you get about 50 to 60% of the weight recovery is flesh. And then there's a few people up here that um, few of the elderly people are in that we look after. Yeah. Well, so, you know, it goes around, the neighbours get looked after and that, so... It's an awesome way of doing it, PJ. Absolutely love it. Buddy, you have a great one, and we'll chat next weekend. Well, when you get some time off, you better get your backside up here, and we'll go for fish for a couple yeah. of days. Sounds like a plan. There's a, there's, there's a holiday on the not-too-distant future, so I might just take you up on that.
No, no, you're welcome anytime. Man. <laughs> there he is, Peter Johnson, joining us on the High Tide program. Don't forget, he does have a YouTube page. Go and take a look at it and uh, all the latest tips on on how to cook, not only how to cook things, but how to catch those fishes up there as well. This is High Tide. We'll take a break and be back with more on the other side of this. When Damien volunteers to help, he really means it. Flood, storm, search and rescue. He'll be there alongside other state emergency service volunteers. Right now, SES volunteers are urgently needed. And it isn't just about saving lives. There are also support roles that can help you build professional skills while helping the community. Can you see yourself in orange? Google SES today. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all. Connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. G'day, Murph Hughes here. New Farm's been there for Aussie growers for 100 years. Through prosperity and heartache, drought and flame. Through the unprecedented and through innovation. New Farm's high-quality crop protection products are formulated right here in Australia because Aussie growers are tougher together through choosing Australian. New Farm understands local conditions and the importance for Aussie growers to have the right products at the right time. New Farm, Australian through and through. To learn more, visit newfarm.com.au. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? Hi, Timmy Manor here. If you're looking to support a 100% Aussie energy retailer that's backed by Snowy Hydro, a leader in renewable energy, and has an amazing team of consultants all based here in Australia, you should give our friends at Red Energy a call today. They're good people, they have competitive rates, and they'll look after you. In fact, tell them I sent you. Call 131 806 or go to redenergy.com.au. Eligibility criteria and conditions apply. If you want to learn how to light up your career in an electrical trade or organise the office in admin, MEGT can connect you with thousands of employers Australia-wide. Earn while you learn with the number one experts in apprenticeship and traineeships. With a dedicated accounts team in every state, MEGT supports you from start to finish. Find your me with MEGT and visit megt.com.au forward slash jobs. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. High Tide time now to catch up with Greg Reed, brought to you by Pro Lure, made by Anglers for Anglers. G'day, buddy. How are you? Not too bad. Yourselves? Uh, plodding along, plodding along. Unfortunately, Kieran's great, I'm great, but not Mr Blake at the moment. He's not feeling all that well, so he's on downtime, which is great. That means there's more fish for me to catch. 
Yeah, there you go. Now we're all feeling pretty great too, mate. It's all going pretty good. How have things been down on the south coast? It's been a cold week. No, it hasn't. <laughs> oh, it has. No, it's a myth. I oh, had look, my four look. or five wetsuit on just walking up to the car. Yeah. Oh, look, look. Yeah, yesterday, we had a blow yesterday. The temps dropped, but during the week, we just had a couple of great, um, great days up the creek. Um, last day of the school holidays on Monday, particularly, you know, with uh, with my son just up the creek in a canoe, just catching all sorts of species, catching blackfish on lures. Um, of all things, you know, apparently you're only meant to catch blackfish on weed, but um, every now and then they, they turn carnivorous. So I'll give you the hot tip. It's basically for this weekend, and we'll, we'll come back to the weather in just a second, I reckon go and see if you can get yourself a, a little deep diver, and I'd recommend the Pro Lua ST Minnow. So that's short for Slim Twitch. It's a 72 mil minnow. And a minnow, for, for those of you who don't understand that terminology in terms of lures, it's like a long, skinny bait fish profile. It's about 72 mil long. Um, the deep dive, there's two models of deep diving in the shallow. So the deep diving one, you can actually troll them. I can troll them down to about four, four and a half meters if I, if I troll them right out the back of the boat. But you want to get down the bottom end of, um, all the estuary systems at the moment. I mean, right down the end, virtually where they meet either the bay, um, which is Carnbean Creek in Huskisson, um, or Sussex Inlet where it, where it meets the ocean or any of the number of estuaries right up and down the coast. And just troll the lower reaches. The, the flathead particularly, you know, get down the front in that more sort of saline and, and actually warmer water at this time of year. So you, the, there's a really good option for um, for flathead at the moment. But we found the luderick this week have just, they've gone carnivorous early. Normally they don't get like carnivorous until um, till spring, in which case then they'll, they'll eat a bladed lure or they'll eat, eat a crankbait or every now and then a soft, a soft bait or something like that. But at the moment, um, they're actually eating lures on the troll, which is just, just stupid really. And, you know, I'm a son hook one, um, on, on Monday, 15 meters off the bank and the thing ran straight into the timber on the bank and absolutely smoked him and, um, yeah, did him in the timber. Do you so, think, Greg, that because we've had such a, well, up until last week, because it's been so warm and we've only had our first real polar-type uh, freeze make its way over, uh, do you think that because the weather patterns aren't doing what they generally do each year, uh, or what, haven't what done they, for a while, what, are they get going what a do little they generally bit, do anymore? Well, it's supposed to be cooler in winter and then warmer in summer, but we've yeah, had an extended, an extended autumn. And do you think that that has changed the approach of the way fish are going about finding food? It happens every year. You get subtle changes yeah. every, every single season. And, and it's, it's not until you can take some time out. And that's where I found one of the most valuable lessons I learned in the years that I was a fishing guide and, and spending hundreds of days a year on the water is that you just really tune in with nature and you, you're you able to then observe a lot of the subtle changes that actually occur in that space. Yeah. And it's changing constantly and the fish are telling you things each year because they there's slight variables and in some cases there's massive variables. Um, but it's, it's a constant process of change. So I would say at the moment we're having an early spring and we had a late autumn, but it's still cold. Don't get me wrong. It's still cold down here at night time. Um, we haven't had any frost on the coast down here, whereas other areas of the coast, and, and particularly Canberra, 
um, they've had plenty of frost. I mean, we had snow up at Sassafresh, 40 kilometres west of us here in May. So um, it has been cold, and it is cold at night, but it's it's dropping down to sing, single digits between sort of five and nine degrees, mm. uh, and then warming up beautifully during the day. So you can feasibly, if you can find a place in the sun out of the wind, you could have shorts and T-shirt on, but as soon as you get back out into the wind or it's overcast, it's, no, nah, forget it, it's hoodies and hoodies and uggies and, and jackets and all that sort of stuff. It is cold, but um, we've been having some glorious weather. So um, the whole aspect of um, trolling is is really overlooked in New South Wales. Up in Queensland, they do it really well. So you just basically troll with four-pound braid, um, eight- or ten-pound litre, and it's just like a like a barra twitch, like you just a slight twitch of the, um, you know, like your, like your hammer and a hammer, you know, hammer and a nail with a hammer. Yeah. Every now and then you feel a bit of weed on your lure when it stops vibrating. You just give a little twist, uh, twitch, and that sort of frees the lure up if it's got a bit of weed on it. Um, most of these little creeks, they're only, you know, really three to maybe four metres deep at the most and less. A lot of the time you're only trolling in one and a half metres of water. Um, it's crystal clear, gin clear water at the boat base of all the estuaries at the moment because we haven't had a lot of rain. We could actually probably do with a bit more. Um, and black and gold, that's the colour. Black and gold, the old school black and gold. And it's, um, so what did we get there? We got five species the other day, uh, flathead, got a stonking, stonking flounder, uh, ludric, whiting and, um, trevally. Nice. And you'll, you'll find, you'll find a few tailor in the mix as well. So if you want to put together a feed, um, you want to go fishing with your kids or you just want a nice, calm, relaxing experience, that's, it, it's definitely an option that the lower reaches are fishing okay. We, we've had a bit of a bump here yesterday. We did have a bit of a southerly and old westerly and then southerly kick in. Swell off the coast here yesterday was around about four metres out wide. Um, I wouldn't be going rock fishing this morning. Um, that's definitely out of the question. You're still going to have a few sneaky big ones coming through. Um, afternoon tides are looking really good now too for snapper, um, for my money. Um, we've got those tides just before suns, low tide just before sunset. So wherever you get those periods, particularly now that we're on a new moon phase. So we've just come around the, come off the dark, new moon, particularly, um, tide change and a light change right on sunset this time of year in the middle of July. Great for inshore reds, inshore snapper. You get a lot of, um, bigger fish. Uh, particularly coming in close this time of year down here, but I didn't tell you that. Um, I haven't had too many reports from the tuna side of things, but um, there were a few barcod on the cleaning tables on the Monday um, when the weather was better. Um, it was been pretty benign at the start of the week, a few glassed out days. Current out the front was uh, had slowed right down in about sort of 120 to 150 metres. Um, but today, you know, you're still going to have that leftover south-south-west breezes, um, quite large swell, so it'd be pretty sloppy and uncomfortable offshore today. So stay off the rocks, probably not the best day. Maybe the afternoon bite um, as that wind sort of tapers off will offer um, better conditions, but the southerly or south-south-west sort of conditions will probably kick back in on Sunday again as well. Um, so there'll be a bit of swell on the beaches. That should stir things up. We have had a few bigger schools of salmon actually show up um, on the beaches south of the bay once again towards the start of the week. So maybe some of those fish that they're all seeing on the far south coast, that bigger size class, uh, starting to swim further north now. But, um, yeah, all in all, things are looking um Things are looking pretty good as usual down here in God's country, mate. <laughs> no bias in that at all, right? No, nah, not too much. <laughs> Perfect. Not too much.
So would you recommend, like, you, you were, when you were talking about the Ludric, you were saying that uh, you were surprised that they, you know, went carnivorous so early on. Would you be suggesting that at this time of year, particularly with the uh, the weather patterns we're going through at the moment, if your current form of fishing is not working, try something else, go against the What's, grain? That's, and, and That's just all the time. That's And that's where, and that space, you know, that space you're talking about now, that's the space that I thrive in. There's some of us as anglers who are prepared to not only think outside the box, but, for example, my whole fishing experience doesn't revolve around always putting a feed of fish on the boat or, or, or in the keeper net. It's, yeah. Majority of the time I, I am now going fishing for a feed, but majority of the time too um, there, there is product development. But there's always there's just so many different ways because I just get bored with doing it all the same way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I love trolling because you're doing something all the time. You you're know, doing you're moving forward, you know. Yeah, and if you've got kids on the boat, particularly like it was the last day of the school holidays, and I've got an 11-year-old kid now that's just discovered fishing and is just frothing on it. Um, <laughs> and I, I have intentionally not pushed him into that space he, he he's found the space himself so now it's just like mate i can't fish every day all right <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great excuse oh, look really darling good. i've got to go fishing the sun wants me to go fishing yeah, I've gone that's, today. that's it and so like after you know after a couple of hours of casting and sort of standing up the boat it's actually really nice to just sit down plonk your butt on on the on the seat um put the boat just into gear or in our case we've got an electric motor on the back of um, a little kayak that we're fishing up these skinny creeks with and you just troll along weed edges, work out where the sanctuary zones are in Currambeen Creek so you don't get fined, you know, 500 yeah. bucks or whatever it costs, and just uh, work those weed edges or even up the middle of the creek and twitch, twitch, and it's just like a lottery what's going what's gonna to show up next because there's plenty of fish in these creeks. Now, the ludric, yes, they're, they're, they're normally a herbivorous fish. They normally eat weed. Or norm, we normally fish for them, and we were fishing for them on the day with uh, conventional blackfish gear with floats, but we use the weed flies on the end. Highly recommend BWC flies on the Central Coast. They've got an online store. Um, check them out. I've been buying flies off them. I chatted to Brett during the week for nearly 12 years now. Um, I haven't used bait for, haven't used weed for 12 years, but blackfish every now and then will go carnivorous in spring generally, and though they, they definitely eat blades, which are a vibration lure. But in this case, at the moment, they're eating trolled lures and they're eating lures that are cast and black and gold was, it was, we got three the other day and it was like, it was no accident. The yeah. first one we thought, oh, I have a bit of a laugh about it. The second one's like, I'm paying attention now. And the third one, you know, Finn got properly smoked in the snag. So it was like, look, they didn't go. It's got to get your rod down in the water, mate. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what they're biting as long as they're going in the fridge. We're happy, right? Oh, I don't do catch and release on Luderick unless they're under size. And yeah. that, that doesn't happen very often. Most of the size class down here, they're well and truly legal and they're the best tasting fish. Skin on, um, salt and pepper and a bit of butter. Just skin, oh. skin down and so on a really hot pan. So it crisps up the skin. In fact, if you get really motivated, you take the skin off Grant and you make, um, Luderick skin chips. <laughs> in the air fryer. Why does everybody talk about their cooking techniques at this time oh, of the morning when he can't cook? Blackfish <laughs> skin chips. Oh my god! I'll take you. I'll, I'll take that advice. I'll give that a go sometime. Reedy, thank yeah. you so much for your no time worries. this morning. Always a pleasure to catch up with you. Same. Brolua.com.au is where you can find out more. Now, Kieran, time to give away a double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show. The question was, where will you find Blake's Marine? On what stand? Where at? 
the Sydney International Boat Show. Which is on the 3rd to the 6th of August. Yes. So um, send off to our Facebook page Messenger. So message us oh, on the Facebook. Oh, I know where it is. Where? 211. I just gave away the answer. Did I? I don't recall doing that. You're the worst quiz master in history. Time for the news here on High Tide. When we come back, we're going to update you with uh, CBs, who had a bit of a fishing comp yesterday as well.